Welcome to the Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with Grant Whitaker. How in the are house. you? Hello. We kind of have similar trends rocking today, like we our little do. cardigans with stripes. Cardigans with the racer stripes. The Shop Girl people, they think a lot. I think, they? does yours have shoulder pads, though? Is that what, or is that just your physique well it is uh, no it's just my physique dear <laughs> wow looking good <laughs> you looking know good, small Grant. waist big shoulders yes. big booty it's all good <laughs> harmony is away we're so glad that you're here with us today grant yeah she was giving me a hard time this morning about my instagram post right because you yeah because i noted she, that you might be the favorite she has my <laughs> both mother, are the favorite my mother has massive amounts of fomo she really does yeah she doesn't want if, if she's not here she would really prefer that everything just stopped. Right, of so, course. Yeah, but we're going to power through. We're even going to do a tech report. I know. Without her. We'll it's see not going to be the same. Right, but. well, yeah, it might have some actual information that people could use. <laughs> we'll see if we can do it that way this week. Of we'll course. see. We don't want to set expectations too high. I promise to bring my cackling through it like I always do. <laughs> Thank you. We appreciate that very much. Um, well, what's going on in your world? You're so busy. Much. I have been very busy. I mean, like, no complaints. It's been a great start to the year. Yeah. Lots of fun stuff. There's ready hot next next week February yes. 20th big you're making a show big at International appearance. Market Square yes. you're gonna drop your Naomi Campbell on the runway oh dear your runway I mean your outfit by the way was pretty amazing Joy Tyken, Joy Noel is really kind of uh, she is a miracle worker. I don't know how she does it, but I also love the way Grant that you and Joy work together. Where you have, I mean, you spot because you guys are recreating pieces. It's all upcycled, yeah, from Ragstock, right? And you find these gems that I would be like, mm, take a pass. I wouldn't look <laughs> twice. And you say, what if we turned this into a fabulous skirt right she does it and then it actually fits it's crazy well it's not just that she does it i mean her vision and i mean i love joy because i think joy also really understands bodies Mm -hmm. in a really good way and so like i go well what do you think about this because i think this color and this thing and all of a sudden she turned you into this like cinderella goth sexy mm. moment girl okay well if you say so i'm not sure as long as i don't fall um and don't you know nothing pops but isn't out that where funny it how like i was like happy. don't you have these shoes in this color and you were like yeah i think i do <laughs> you have really a photographic memory for, I, for yeah. fashion i do yeah you're gonna be dressing some an amazing array of people this yeah week 50 52 hot. people the uh, mayor fry yes um you've got you've got mayors rabbis yes public figures music, music artists you name it it's all good music producers it's, it's gonna be fun. great it is it's a big fundraiser for planned parenthood bradley trainer's gonna be in it stephanie march i'm gonna be there there too right and um yeah you can go online what's the website um you just go um just you literally just go to eventbrite and and hit ready or hot and everything okay. will come up for you all right very good it's One funny of many though. events coming up yeah i've got like women united the next week we have art and bloom i go i have a brand new kentucky derby event that's starting for canterbury oh park God. this year lots of fun stuff wow there's really never a break from fashion no and i mean it's nice i feel like it's a moment too where we're that event cycle of things seems to be very strong right now, but it also seems like we're having really good fashion moments. Mm-hmm. You know, we love that, especially coming off of the whole awards season. It feels like it was three years ago already that we did the Academy Awards, but it was actually just last weekend. Did you watch? Um, I, you know, I watched 
pieces this okay. year. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I typically do watch. I watch every year. I watch the Grammys, the Oscars, the Golden Globes. I'm an awards person. I like it. Yeah. And not just for the fashion. I, you know, I'm, I like to be educated. Well, of course you do. Um, and I mean, obviously, we've been talking extensively here at my talk all week about uh, the red carpet and off the red carpet, all the moments, good and bad. Um, I thought maybe we could share a couple of our favorites sure. from the Academy Awards or um, or from the whole season. But one I really wanted to ask you about because it's now become like one of those expected moments. Right. Um, and that is Billy Porter. Right. What is Billy Porter going? to show up in and here's my thing i i love billy porter's style i love all the moments i think i mean talk about you know breaking new ground but his look at the academy awards i was just like what is going on here well i think it's interesting because you know ultimately you know i'm the right person to talk to i really was so curious to hear what you had to say because i feel like he's now basically developed this routine where it's like it's kind of like you know business on top you know big ball gown skirt on the bottom and each look that he's done for the last couple of years they all sort of follow that same silhouette so it's not as surprising as it was the very first time and this one it's like here we go again but it was just the print on the bottom i don't know what was going on and then that like gilded feather thing on top i agree it was almost like clash of the titans meets a versace ball yes and i thought the same thing too i mean i get it i think if you're thinking of you know like i was trying to put myself into his place and like what were you thinking what were you thinking what were you thinking yeah because i mean the thing is it's not i mean if we think practically um it it wasn't a good fit it just wasn't a good fit for him Mm -hmm. you know i mean i think it was a good cross mix between masculine and feminine yes he does that very well um but i think the cut was just bad i think the skirt separately was something that maybe was not so busy on the top Mm -hmm. could have worked Mm -hmm. i think the top with a really cool pair of tailored pants you know even with the platform all of those things i think would have been a much better look for him yeah you know, especially he coming just off, loves his big skirts, doesn't he? He does. Well, especially coming off the Grammys the week before where that hat and that statement and the jumpsuit and all of those things had made such an impact. I mean, it was kind of a cool moment. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe not everybody's style, but just the hat opening and closing. I thought that was super unique. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I agree with you. I think especially because what he wore last year was it was really the tuxedo moment was 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 that just last year yeah it was just last year right well that you know that big velvety black skirt with the tailored coat i mean it was just so stunning together i mean it was black velvet top to bottom it was just that it was tuxedo jacket on top and then the dress well and i thought what was so impactful about that was it was really something a man could kind of wear and a woman could wear and you would both look like super amazingly beautiful yeah yeah but yeah. no, I agree with you. I think it was just too many ideas in one. There you go. Yes. Um, now, I'm curious uh, because I went on record saying that I really loved Sandra O's look. Okay. At the Academy Awards. Yes, I, I know it very well. What did you, and I think people were divided. Now, I did a little informal Instagram story poll and people came out. It, it was probably ended up 70% liked, 30% didn't. Where did you fall on the spectrum? Um, Not your favorite. Here's the thing: is I think um, here I'm I'm gonna I'm being a little PC, <laughs> where I probably don't have to be. Um, 
I didn't hate it okay. and I didn't love it. Okay. But here's the thing is I think there's such a small percentage of strong Asian um, influences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the interesting thing is I, I don't know. I guess I was expecting something more rigid and color and things like that. Mm. I think of like the Zhejiang moments where it's always a really bright impactful color of like a fuchsia or you know in the past we've seen like great like um like almost more like a chartreuse green Mm -hmm. so i think for me here was the thing i don't think it was bad i think it was maybe the wrong color really oh see i i don't know you liked that champagne i did like the champagne i liked it on her and here's the thing i feel like Five other gorgeous actresses could have put this dress on. Right. It was Ellie Saab, was yes, it? Yes, it was. Um, and it might have just been a disaster. But don't you think like, if what's that going had... on in the sleeves and the this and the right. so many things? But somehow it fit Sandra O oh so perfectly. I just feel like she pulled it off. And but I see, thought it I think that in that same ensemble and like a red mm-hmm. would have been all the more. I don't know. I feel like that might have been too much because there was already so much going on. You've got all that shimmer, and yeah, I sort and of liked that the shimmer kind of puffy in the gold. With, yeah, right. And then the belt right. and the whole business. There was right. a lot happening. Right, a lot happening with this look. I don't know. I I loved it. Everybody can. But it's you know. funny though. I mean, think back to a couple of years ago. You wore that really great kind of um, flouncy ostrich kind of feathered piece that I put you in that was more champagne pink. Yes. Remember? You and it did looked, put me in that. And it was so stunning. <laughs> I mean, it really did look that stunning was, on you. I think here's the thing. That was is, also for ready or hot. Right. But yeah. I think the thing is maybe the ruffles that were on the top, maybe it just needed to be a little bit more of a softer material or less. Maybe okay. that's what was throwing me. Did you have, is there anyone that stands out? Anyone that you absolutely just loved a favorite look from the Oscars you know, or the whole season? I'm going to go with the real classic was Jane Fonda. Oh, yeah. And I think not just because she looks good and she's just so, she's very flawless. I mean, there's just not a lot wrong there. Right. But I love the fact that her hair is just really a lot more natural these days. Oh, Meaning, you, okay. See, and I, in the, I'm in the middle of the current Grace and Frankie season, and I'm just like, her hair is so amazing on that show. I'm like, why would you ever not wear your hair like that? Why is she going? But, you know, then um, our friend Anthony Sorensen, my hair guru, said, well, it's, you know it's just a wig. Right. And I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. Right. Was I the only one who didn't know that on Grace and Frankie, Jane's wearing a wig? Well, no, I think, th- and well, nowadays, everybody wears a wig. Oh, well, I, mean, I think guess, of, hope. I guess we missed the memo. Well, think of J-Lo yeah, at the Super Bowl. Yeah, I did not know that. I mean, J-Lo's hair at the Super Bowl was stunning. It but, was yeah. amazing. But that wasn't hers. Well, some of it was, wasn't it? Um, I don't know, because the thing is, when you think about her pulling up her hair lately, I mean, I have really been studying her lately because I think her hair changes are so incredible. Yeah. I mean, I, I love J-Lo. I love her hair and makeup. But her team has it down to like an instant. And so does Jane Fonda. That her hair. Team. Oh, my God. The J-Lo hair. I can't say it. I think it was a full on wig. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, we will discuss. What did you think it was? Um, we will discuss. We're with Grant Whitaker today. You're listening to Shop Girls. We've got giveaways. We've got guests. Stay tuned. Lots coming up. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan. Grant Whitaker is here today filling in for my mother. 
Thanks for being here, Grant. Happy to be here. Glad you could make time for us, especially in the middle of Fashion Week. So much going on all across the globe in Europe, in New York. Fashion Week has just uh, wrapped up. Yes. New York Fashion Week. And um, lots. It's the most enthusiastic I have seen fashion editors in a long time. I feel like the last few years has just been, you know, kind of ho-hum. Well, and it's interesting, too, because, you know, within all the readings, too, it's the first year where they've had this many, like, European editors actually attend New York Fashion Week. Yeah. So I think there was a lot of excitement about this season. I think I'm sure also, I think some of the drawbacks, of course, of what's happening with the coronavirus and Shanghai Fashion Week, I think, is also drawing people to also Could want be. to attend other markets. Could be. Um, you know, um, Kathy Horn, who was the longtime New York Times fashion critic, mm-hmm. now writes for The Cut, which is New York Magazine. Right. And I was just kind of shocked because she's always so harsh and yeah. negative. And or the headline um, from this week was, finally... Some real, real fashion. fashion. I know. I loved that. Now, her take on if it means real fashion, I'm always like, that probably means it's nothing that humans are really going to wear. You mean Ann Taylor? Right. Exactly. <laughs> but, um, but she just went gaga for um, Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen for The Row. Um, and I loved this. She described how the, on last Monday, 9.06 a.m., the show starts, okay? Right. 9.06 a.m. The show starts. 9.11, it's over. Right. <laughs> and that's fashion. Hurry right. up. Wait. Be seen. Right. Wait. Be seen. Check your phone. Wait some more. Fashion comes out. Boom. It's pretty much over. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, it's funny, too. I mean, the show started with Gigi Hadid. I yeah. mean, they had, like, really great models like Carolyn Murphy, who has had a longstanding career. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's funny, though. We've talked about the row a lot on this show. I think we talk about it a lot in general. Mm-hmm. I mean... We know like people like Ellen DeGeneres are like major fans of like the row. Do you know anybody in town who carries it? No, nobody locally does. And I think it's a shame that nobody carries it locally because I think, you know, like when I think of certain retails, like, I mean, I think of like even a Gretchen house, I think they would love those pieces. It seems like it would fit in there. You know, I mean, they are a bumper shoot. Right. I mean, they are not um, the price points are not meager. Yeah. By any means, yeah. but I do think what they do and what they stand for and what they make are gorgeous pieces. It's very, you know, I mean, I started my career at Jill Sander. It's very those timeless one-off great cut pieces. And I mean, I know the line really, really well. And I will say the reason it is very pricey is they really do cut specifically for the body. They're great cuts. Well, what's interesting about it is, is it was a collection of total Suits, right. oversized men's inspired pantsuits with blazers and turtlenecks right. and nothing slim fitting or right. really very sexy in a traditional sense about it. But I think also it's the styling. I mean, like the way that they styled. I mean, there was one piece in particular that was a really beautiful, very neutral camel colored trench coat mm-hmm. paired with the same kind of family, meaning there was more sandstone and a little bit more rust that was compared with that. I mean, the way that they put the looks together, I mean, it's, you could be, you could literally take it from the runway where it hit the street and be super chic 
and also super comfortable. Yeah. Um, the the overall theme, they said, is, look, th- this is Mary-Kate and Ashley, who right. have certainly proven themselves to be the real deal when Absolutely. it comes to, to fashion. They said that, you know, retail is tough. The, you know, the, the planet is choking on all of this fast fashion. They just wanted to make life a little more simple. And their interpretation of how you do that is tailored clothing, oversized, rich neutrals, keep it simple, right? Uh, menswear inspired. Well, it's funny, too, because, I mean, she also picked out one of my favorite. I mean, I love Oscar de la Renta. I mean, I love the new designers. I love Laura Kim and Fernando Garcia. I think they do a great job. Mm-hmm. But I also, I mean, of course, you know, I'm a stylist. Of course, I style shows, put together fashion shows all the time. That really also read to me. It was a lot like how I probably would style. I mean, I could really see my own styling in that collection. Yeah. And I love, I mean, I love nothing more than like that beautiful look of like a really great wool coat with a great pant and it's got a great pop of color. I think all those kind of transitional pieces that end up showing themselves in different cuts and different colors is always really wonderful. Okay, to see. looks lovely when you're six foot two and super skinny and you're styled for the runway and there's a fan blowing your hair back. Sure. Then let's talk about the real world and the real life that we all lead. Most of us, if I put on one of these oversized, you know, pairs of menswear inspired trousers and flats, which is how they showed it on the runway you know sneakers or whatever i'm gonna just look ridiculous i'm not gonna feel good i'm gonna look ridiculous and also the trench coat looks good over it but i'm not walking around all day in a trench coat so what good is that so where how do you take that from runway to reality what should we take away from well i think you have to take i think you first you first have to put yourself into the equation just like you just did Mm -hmm. you're not going to wear a pair of flats because that's not going to do you any justice no it is not You're probably not going to wear something that's not going to pull in your waist because that's not going to do you any justice. Yeah. You know, so let's pick apart that trench coat, for example. You put that on, you tie it into the waist, then all of a sudden you're good, right? Mm -hmm. You take it off, what's underneath there? Well, probably a good pair of pumps. You probably (laughs) want to start with that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think then you think about the trousers and you think about the shirt and you think about a belt that you can add to it. You think about opening the blouse a little bit to give a little bit more detail. I mean, the thing is, we talk about this all the time. We show you show certain things on the runway. It can be styled a certain way. Ultimately, I love to style where I think somebody can take something away from that one piece Mm -hmm. and go, I love the entire look. I like the whole ensemble or I want to pick something apart from it. Again, it's Fashion Week. Ultimately, when you see it, when you go into the store, it's all the separates that you see lined up. Right. This is just an opportunity they, where they put their own style stamp on it. Yeah. But, I mean, I will yep. say it's a good quality notion. I love this quote. We'll leave you with this from Mary-Kate Olson. The definition of luxury is making your life easier. I love that, right? Amen to that. We'll be back with more Shop Girls. We've got a big bra promo to tell you about right after this. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan. Grant Whitaker is here today. So glad to have him filling in all of the uh, scoop and uh, and interpreting trends from Fashion Week and beyond. Thanks for being right. here, Grant. And, and I'll if try to anybody get my has words a question, out. feel free to yes, call in. We'll do that at noon. So get your questions ready. But right now, I'm so excited to talk to our next guest. She had a really helpful, very service oriented boutique for a long 
long time at 50th and France called La Bratique, filling a niche that the department stores just weren't. It closed and I was really bummed. And so I was really excited when they came back into business last fall. And now Tracy Anderson is joining us to tell us about how she's teaming up with a couple of other boutiques in town. I love it when all the stores work together. Hi, Tracy. Hi, Tracy. Hi, Allie and Grant. Thanks for joining us. Well, first of all, we're so glad you're back. How is it the second go around? How are things going at La Bratique? You know, things are going great. Um, We have loved our customers for so long and built so many wonderful relationships. And they have really welcomed us back with open arms. And um, things are going great. We finally um, have really put together a great assortment of bras after couple of months of trying and um, testing different things out, but I think now we are really ready to uh, grow and offer just an amazing experience once again that our customers seem to enjoy. So for anyone who's not familiar, um, you're located in Edina and you focus on bras in D cups and larger. Right. So uh, um, D-cups and larger really require a whole different way of construction, as well as better fabrics for quality fit. And so um, we really focus on brands who might have been around for 100 years. We shop the best in the world. Um, but we also recommend anybody wearing a C-cup or up who hasn't been fit to come in because you know, most women are wearing the wrong size, so we um, are able to service most of those um, women as well. So you really are like, you're like our look. I mean, you really are. I've sent clients to you over the years. Allie and I were talking before the break, in the break, talking about the fact that we had had you on before. Mm-hmm. I mean, you really are a local expert. What made you get into this? You know, I went to a movie and um, it inspired me to kind of get other people involved to help my daughters and things I didn't understand or that I really didn't enjoy doing. And I knew I wasn't going to be good at makeup or fashion, but I knew I could do bras. And I was staying home with other women. People were duct taping their bras. They were (laughs) trying to find any reason not to go in and start the process of finding a new one. And I thought, you know, I could make this easier for women. And so making sure every dollar spent is uh, well spent and knowing why something fits. Um, I'm all about technique and I'm all about construction. And I want to make sure that women understand all of their options to make better buying choices. We're talking to Tracy Anderson, the owner of La Bratique in Edina. It's so funny, Tracy, that when you say that, that, I mean, we always hear the stats that women, most women are wearing the wrong size. Hard to believe with all the information out there today and with experts like you. Um, And also, it's so funny to me that women are so resistant because nothing feels better than wearing the right bra. (laughs) It's such, it's so uplifting, literally. (laughs) It really is. And I think what's even more interesting, too, is even if you are wearing the right bra size, bras and their construction and their fabrics and their design can not only just give you the support and the fit and the comfort, but it can really shape a woman's silhouette, too. And understanding those little nuances can make your bust rather really round and wide, can be slimmed and brought forward, giving you length. Mm -hmm. And so even with all that information, all those little pieces that really go into making a perfect fit, 
can't be experienced unless you're with somebody who really knows what they're doing. I think most of us need to just sort of get, we've got to get past the the size, the the number. You have to right. stop thinking about yep. that because I think most people, they're trying to squeeze themselves into a size that for some reason sounds better to them. And if, if they just accepted what they actually needed to wear, it would look, they would look so much better in the one that fits rather than trying to stuff themselves you, into something too small. But don't you also find that, I mean, like I was just going to ask you this, there are a lot of women who are actually very clueless. I mean, they're very clueless on, am I wearing the right size? Am I not wearing the right size? How does somebody know that? Boy, I think um, unless you experience it, you wouldn't really know. You know, it's about the bra staying in place and it's about not, you know, having to determine is your tissue going to come out the top or out the bottom or out the side. You don't want that. Um, no spillage. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we accommodate all the time. You know, most of us aren't going to accommodate on shoes or we're not going to accommodate on the stretchy fabrics. But bras, we're willing to accommodate because I think we just don't even understand the benefits. Hmm. Um I think that's the only explanation I can come up with. Yeah. Very interesting. Well, meanwhile, Tracy, it's always nice to to support local stores, and it's great when you're teaming up together instead of competing with each other. You at La Bratique are working on a promotion with Flirt Boutique in St. Paul and underneath it all in Eden Prairie. Can you tell us what you're doing? Well, for years, we have referred customers to both of these other stores. So I think they've been great partners of mine for years. And I wanted to raise money for um, breast cancer. And Hope Chest is this great um, organization that really helps women locally. Yep. And so I thought it would be really fun to try and make a bigger impact um, have women who, you know, we need all different styles of bras in our life and at different times. And each of us offer such a unique offering and expertise in what we carry. Um, it's really fun to partner with these um, two women, or actually these two women-owned businesses, because there's a lot more women involved, but um, to really kind of educate each other and support each other because we all do um, something in the intimate apparel industry but we're all so different right and to to that point um flirt in saint paul is really a go-to for for pretty Mm -hmm. lingerie for you know kind of lacy things and um and all of that sizes a what do they do tracy like a to, to d i think well, they go, most of their brands go to A to double D. Okay. But some of their brands will go a little higher. Um, but when they go to buy, they buy with a very different mindset um, than when I buy. And then obviously something that's different completely for somebody who's going through breast cancer and mastectomies or um, who need that after surgery or just long term. Right. Um, and, so, and if you needed that, that's what underneath it all in Eden Prairie focuses on. They specialize in breast prosthesis, uh, mastectomy bras, and compression garments for after surgery, which is such a great mm-hmm, resource absolutely. and so good to know that they're uh, right there in Eden Prairie. Yep, and we find 
people, even though they've been around for years, you know, unless you're looking for it, you just don't know. Right. And so, we originally um, started sending people there because even our vendors were saying they were the best people in town because they're two registered nurses. They really, um, wow. they really know their product and they do amazing things. So throughout March, all three of you are going to be doing promotions, giving back to Hope Chest. You're going to be donating 5% of regular price sales to Hope Chest. And then you also have a couple of fun shopping events coming up. Well, yeah, absolutely. So um, Flirt and I will be donating 5% in March. Okay. Um, and then we'll each be doing uh, wine tasting through uh, One Hope Wines, which is actually a great um, winery out of California where each bottle purchased, um, there's a, a cause partner and a portion goes there. But locally, we've chosen Hope Chest for Breast Cancer Foundation. And any wine purchased through these events or throughout the month, um, I believe it's um, about 10% will go directly to Hope Chest for breast cancer as well. I love and that then, you've and, chosen Hope Chest. I, the Galleria, and, and I'm working with the Galleria on a support event for them, a big brunch that's coming up on the 3rd of May. So, yeah, I think they can Ooh. use all the support that they can get. Yeah. So and, you know how great of an organization they are, too. And I love this idea, Tracy, that you're encouraging people to host their own private fundraising event. Are you talking like wine tasting and bra fitting? Is that what we're talking here? No, those, you know, those are kind of two different things. Oh, okay. So, um, it could be more you know, fun to do the bras with the wine tasting. Allie was signing up for that one. <laughs> <laughs> could, we, could we think about that? <laughs> well, it's really hard to lug around bras because everybody is a different size, but um, through our event at um, La Bratique, you know, we're now a two-suite, uh, two-dressing room um, office space because we really um, needed to make sure that we had enough staff. And um, I'm a single mom, so I needed some flexibility in my schedule. It's hard because you never know what to bring to an event like that because sure. everybody's so different. Sure. But we do this little... Uh, Flash and Dash, Jackie, my manager, came up with. And um, we can do a quick, you flash us, and we can give you a quick rundown of how we can improve what you're wearing and what fits, what doesn't fit. Um, and with the swine tasting, that's, you know, that's more of what we could do is flash and dash. I love it. Flash and dash. <laughs> I'm going to try that. That could just change the weekend altogether. <laughs> um, La Bratique, you need to make an appointment, right, Tracy, if people want to come see you? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So you can go online to labratique.com, make an appointment. Um, Flirt, of course, is in St. Paul on Selby. And underneath it all is in Eden Prairie. Three amazing options. We're so lucky to have these locally, Absolutely. you know, women-owned businesses where service is really the, the key. So thanks, Tracy. And thanks for all the good work you're doing and, um, and big give backs throughout March. Thank you. We really appreciate it and um, enjoy listening. So we just welcome everybody to come in and and flash Tracy. Right. <laughs> and Tracy really is an expert at, at what she does. I mean, she's one of the best people that I've ever known about 
in the entire nation. Yes. Really great person. Oh, Tracy, great Thank to chat you. with you. The store is La Bratique. Um, we'll put links up on the Shop Girls show page. We'll talk soon, Tracy. We'll come over and flash Have you. Have a wonderful day. Okay. <laughs> we'll be back with who a giveaway and whose look is it anyway. That's next. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan. Our favorite shop boy, Grant Whitaker, is here this week. Harmony, Harmony will be back next week when we're actually at the golf show. Oh. You know she's not going to miss favorite. that. She is a big golfer, my mother. <laughs> yes. Um, before we jump into whose look is it anyway, It is Restaurant Week is coming up. This is Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine's uh, big event. It's February 23rd through the 28th lots of great deals lunches 10 to 25 dollars dinners 15 to 35 dollars really amazing deals that is amazing it's a great chance to get out and check out some restaurants that maybe you haven't been to before you've probably heard staff march talking about them right. great opportunity to um, try a new menu two to three courses um, and we are going to get you started by giving away a 50 dollar gift card to cast and crew restaurant at Old Log Theater. We have a $50 gift card for you name the number, Grant. What caller? Caller number four. Caller number four for a $50 <laughs> gift card to cast and crew. This is part of Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine's Restaurant Week. The number to call is 651-641-1071 to win a $50 gift card. Meanwhile, before Hope starts taking those calls, it's time for who's look at it anyway. Can't believe she's wearing that outfit. It's time for the shop girls to ask. Can I ask you something? Whose look is it anyway? talking about earlier this hour, New York Fashion Week has been going on and so much to draw from. So we figured we would dissect some of the trends that the designers say we will be wearing this fall. That's for us to decide if we're going to do it. So Grant, let's jump right in. I love that you're like the remix queen. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever works, whatever works. We're going with it. And number one on the list, something that got a lot of talk this week after the Academy Awards, that is capes. Yes. Capes coming out in a big way. Now, it's funny because I was literally asked, I because I was raving, I loved Natalie Portman's right. cape at I the did too, actually. Oscars, um, Brie Larson. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were just so many good versions of it. And somebody said to me, where would you actually wear a cape beyond the red carpet? And I'm like, Byerly's, obviously. Well, where I mean- wouldn't you wear a cape? Well, I mean, we actually, I mean, we live in the right kind of climate and the right kind of city where you could, I mean, that could be your go-to. I mean, I mean, think of it this way. You have to think of it as a coat, you know, I mean, and you have to think of like wrapping it over and wearing it. I mean, I think one of the chicest things about a cape is you can really belt it in with a really great legging and it becomes a really unique look. Mm -hmm. Um, There was one in particular this week that was shown at New York Fashion Week. I'm skipping on who the designer was, but uh, Bella Hadid was wearing this very chic um, kind of camel colored one that was trimmed with like really broad stripes at the bottom with a little bit of was, orange. Was that Michael Kors? I think it might have been. Yeah, those are but his colors. But it was colors. so nice. So 
and it, and it's funny because that's it's almost like a a, a big like a sweater coat mm-hmm. meets a, a cape meets a wrap, and I mean it it sort of just becomes your new go to for that cozy well, and, but polished look. You know, I mean it's one of those things you have to break it down. You could have a cape for going out for you know, athleisure, you mm-hmm. know, going out and doing a little exercise that you could throw over. You could have a cape that's more evening and then you have one that's just a little bit more your day look. Yeah, this is my day cape. I featured a cape actually <laughs> at a show just over the holidays that was from Local Motion and it was the most beautiful black cape and it was trimmed in almost like a red and green stripe at the bottom and it laid so beautifully on the model. Now and here's the one thing. People were running to really? buy it. Running. Well, I think it's an empowering um garment right yeah, it makes absolutely. you just feel You're like a superhero, a superhero right yeah. even if it's cashmere yeah. um the one complication now just being very very practical in this climate because a cape probably isn't going to be enough certainly not in february in minnesota right. it's how do you put a coat on over your cape you not don't so you put the coat on and then you put the cape over it Oh, for that look in particular, you're blowing my mind. But I then if you but that. then I mean, the other thing is, I mean, it's different if I mean, because you have to think about it. Are you going to wear the cape all day? Right. If you're going to wear it all day, think about belting it in and making it actually a look. Think of it as a blouse. If you want it more as an accessory, tie it over your coat like a big scarf. Keep yourself warmer. Keep yourself very chic, very dynasty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, if you're listening and thinking, I have a few questions for that grant because I don't really know how I would go about belting I a love cape. A good question. Get ready to give us a call because at the top of the hour, we will take your questions at 651-641-1071. Meanwhile, Hope, who won the $50 gift card? Laura from St. Louis Park Laura, will be going to Restaurant Week. Congratulations. Enjoy. And hey, if you want to check out a list of all the restaurants that are doing promos it's a really great chance to get out and get a really good deal just go to mspmag.com click on events you'll see all the details about restaurant week right there meanwhile we have time for a couple more trends huge orange moment i have a friend my friend Margot's gonna be so happy she can't get enough orange and it was all over the runways for fall I love orange. I mean, I think orange is one of those colors you have to treat it like a brown. I mean, it's a neutral. Mm-hmm. I mean, it can really pair really nicely. I show orange, I think, every season. I mean, I think back to Fashionopolis, one of our local designers, Rami Mohammed, had done these two amazing orange pieces. One was like a really great kind of orange sheath dress. And I mean, it's a color that I think really, some people hate it. I mean, a lot of people do yeah. not like it. But I think it's a color that you really can wear and it gives you that right momentum, that right pop of color in a good way. It adds a little bit of sunshine and a little bit of bronze to you. I love it. I, I love too. it too. Yeah. And I love it with shades of brown. I love it with gray. I, I think too. it works so many ways. It's yes. Great with black. Um, I feel like every season there's some version of this, some mm-hmm. kind of floral trend. This time we're calling it the super bloom. Right. You know how I, to break that down? Yeah, I mean the super bloom, that trend version is just the fact that the prints are much larger, the floral patterns yeah. are much larger, the imprint is much larger. So versus multitudes of smaller prints on a piece, it's just big floral pieces. Big flowers all over. We'll tell you how to wear them and break it down next. Get ready to give us a call. Another hour of Shop Girls coming up after the news.